I'm a ghost. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. Uh, quick, quick um, admin note. Uh, alerts are muted because I'm trying to figure out how to separate the sources. Uh, but outside of that. Um, but yeah, welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. Um, we are somewhat early today. And for the people listening um, on a anywhere podcasts are found uh i'm it's gonna be a little late because it's i still haven't uploaded the one from last week because i got busy so um life be life life be life and y'all get a double dose this week um <laughs> y'all get y'all gonna get the one from last week drop tomorrow or tonight and then y'all gonna get the one that we're uh currently shooting uh, sometime in the midweek before i leave so um all right so outside of the general how are you i'm gonna turn it over to jade who is clearly clearly outside um so that she can talk about her experiences in what yeah which con was it so it's the black comic book ah, black comic book festival stromberg stromberg i'm sorry stromberg stromberg black comedy festival as you can see but yes, I, I I was very much outside this weekend. Not coming home sick this time, but outside this weekend. Yes, fingers crossed. <laughs> Correct, fingers and toes. I'm not gonna get sick. Yeah, plenty of hands. <laughs> yes, we did. after every after every handshake, he was like, "Oh, nice sleep." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, so we went to the Schom- Schom- Schomburg. Schomburg. But <laughs> that's a word for you. The Schomburg Black Comic Book Festival is the 11th annual one. The first one they've had since the pandemic in person, which was great. Um, and then somebody got to be a panelist on a talk about, um, about diversity and in banned books, which is great. It was a great time. It was pretty good. It was really cool to be on the panel. And I had some amazing panelists next to me. Uh, for those that know, the person to my left was someone involved in Milestone Comics, which you know as the creators of Static Shock. Yeah, like one of the guys that worked on that and helped make that happen was next to me on the panel. Wow. And then the person across from that was a guy who does Boracuena, which is an Afro-Latina, Puerto Rican, uh, very aware uh, comic series. And he's a really interesting person. And he specifically made her a dark-skinned Afro-Latina. So that's another important thing. And then the person on the left was this Phenomenal, uh, Dr. Kovson, who is the author of Push Out, which is also a documentary, and which is actually the banned book. It literally got banned, like, I think... 10 minutes. Like, right before we went on the panel, it got banned. Damn. Um, about the criminalization of Black women, Black girls in education. And she also does a ton of work for Black girls. And she, she bought the whole set, so... Yeah. And <laughs> it was a very good panel. And then, like you said, the whole set, because... We were selling, we were slinging them books, slinging them. <laughs> sold out, literally sold out of every single one, including all the like. It got to the point the display, the display books had to be sold. So that was great. That was very successful. So thank you, Adam. So you know, somewhere out there, a uh, hundred books by straight, and these these weren't friends or family. These were strangers. strangers. I I have. I hope they enjoy the books. Like they're out in the world now. Um, I had a bunch of awesome LGBTQ people come up and be happy, especially in particular, there's someone who was asexual. And as I was going through all the different uh, diversity in it, 
and she was like, "Do you have asexual people in it?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like this this lady right here is ace, and she's one of the main leads for this book." And she almost broke down in tears because we see a lot of lesbian, gay characters. Uh, trans is a big, obviously, movement politically right now, um, but you know, asexual doesn't. And the fact that I said ace right away, she like knew I knew what I was talking about, and I specifically made her not have romance or flirt or really worry about that with any characters but that was a good one or like even a trans man came up and said i wish i had a teacher like you growing up as a safe space so there's some really cool moments like that and of course a ton of black women both young and older love seeing you know all the black women i have on my covers which i know we've faced some but i can't i don't, I don't have much to show because i don't have any books anymore right now i gotta buy more um but that was really cool and then just also just the um, some really cool cyberpunk and Afrofuturistic fans. There's even someone who wanted to put the book in the library, which is really cool. Um, and also, there's really interesting stories. Totally different being on the other side. Totally, what an experience. Like, Jade can definitely relate on that. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for anybody who vends or has a booth or does anything behind the scenes at a con now. Because, man, them days are long. I was like, why is the call time? It don't start until 10 and we got to be here at 8 a.m.? What? That kind of makes uh, sense. There's people throughout the world. It too, but oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you're just there and then it's like an influx of people all day long. And when you think you have a moment and you're like, I'm just going to like run to the bathroom and then come back and like the booth is full and I'm like, oh crap. Okay, yeah, let me get in there. Help real quick. <laughs> like, I just want to eat real quick. Like, you're trying to sneak some food in, and then like more people are coming over. So, like, mid bite, and they're just like, oh. oh, oh, hold on, let me give you my spill. Hold on. So, it's like, yeah, it, it was a lot, but it was very fun. It was very successful. Very, very proud. Like, you sold every physical copy, and then we had to do digital, and people were still down yeah, to buy the digital on site. Nice. So, like, that was even better. Some, yeah. Even had my first hardcover purchase because they're on hardcover now. So someone uh, went and got those, and a bunch of people from the panel came over. That was where a good chunk of sales came from on Friday, especially. But Saturday, as people just coming up, and I was like, "Hey, you know, it's a novel," and they looked through it, and I had one person who bought one Friday come back for the other two on Saturday. That was cool. It was, it was like cool, and like my friends were like, "Why don't you bring more books?" I'm like, "I didn't know that many people would want the books." But then again, I would. I think Jade and I were pretty good at being salespeople um, yes. because right. I would tailor it depending on who we were encountering. If someone was a bit younger, some like a kid had a Naruto shirt on, and I'm like, I got a lot of one-on-one -on -one fights. <laughs> a bunch of those in there. And then like some of the old guys, I was like, oh, it's got like Blade Runner and some interesting Star Wars. You know, I went like old school sci-fi. For most of the black woman, it was out the gate. Like, I didn't have to do too much selling on that. Like it was badass black woman in front of my cover so there you go there's not too much i'd say and they they were the ones who bought it the most so that was cool um and it was really cool to see people be like oh hey and then there were definitely some lgbtq people who were big fans of it um except for that one girl which is just hilarious uh, <laughs> yeah we had somebody at the end of the night i was like so it was problematic uh i'm not gonna say full-on homophobic but it was just it was like oh okay uh yeah <laughs> it was, i was like I, I respect you for saying that's not your jam and walking away it was just a very like oh it's an odd oh. moment 
Yeah, like you just come over and get it, feeling the whole pitch. It, like the whole, he's giving the whole pitch. She's feeling it. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He felt it out. Thought the situation was fine. He was like, like LGBT. And she said, no, I'm not down with that. And left and promptly walked away. Okay. We were both just sitting there like, and it was like, it took him a second to laugh. And like, wait a minute, that really happened. So no one else had the whole convention. And like, you know, I was in a panel where I allowed to be part of that. And then the mm. book has it on the back of it. And I had a bunch of people happy about it, you know, and then so it, it was like seven o'clock Saturday, like near the end, like last hour, and I'm just not what I'm expecting at the end of the night. Like I'm expecting that in like the middle of the day, someone says that. Um, it was hard to get book selfies because I kept forgetting. I I think one of our hardest ones was so someone was really into, and this is relatable for people uh, listening and watching for sure, is that one person was talking to me who was really into Janelle Monae's <laughs> Afrofuturism. And loved her new book that she made, which I didn't know Janelle made this book, which is Afrofuturistic, and you know Janelle Monae being LGBTQ uh, plus, and then of course like her video music video series that was Afrofuturistic. She was into that. Meanwhile, Jade was talking to someone who was super into cyberpunk, which are Afrofuturism and cyberpunk are the two bases of the books, and so she was talking about cyberpunk edge runners. So yeah. like she was really into that, and like so it was. It was funny because they were like both deep conversations with both of us, and I was like, "Oh man, like really cool!" <laughs> like you guys are like the big highlights in the book. So yeah, and it was just cast of characters. I definitely got like a top ten <laughs> people that come up to you at the con type thing. Yeah, like yeah, definitely at the typical con goer. Yeah, the cosplay guys were great. They just didn't even care. Like they went in full cosplay, didn't want to get a thing from anyone, just walked around. Completely in their cosplay. Like, <laughs> I love it. That was it. And then a guy who's like, "Yo, I'm gonna run, waste your time, like waste your time." Two thousand coming in, and then we had someone who just went for Jade and wanted to get her Instagram. <laughs> just that was her. hilarious. Like, they didn't care about like, that book. They, yeah. they didn't want it. Um, I was, like, so, I was like, "Oh, hey!" And then I was like, "Oh, you're making really direct eye contact." There were a couple people that just wanted me. They, they didn't care about the book. They just want to talk to me. And like, so that was really amusing too. Like people were like, I don't care about your stuff. I just want to know you. So that, that was funny. And then also there's a whole subset of people who are like, how do I get into this? That that was a big other set. Like yeah. people wanting to know how to write. Like how, you know, how do I do it? Do you have suggestions? Stuff like, you know, which is cool. Which is kind of, that's a strange position to be in. Cause I was like, oh, I didn't, well, I mean, yeah, that is true. I would know how to do that if I'm here, right? Like, yep. So, and I think another funny one was, I think one of my favorite questions someone asked, what's your favorite book? I was like, oh, I don't usually get that question that often. But yeah, it was it was really fun. And then, like I said, the people fully in cosplay role, like like a Yu-Gi-Oh guy, he was just like in his own thing. And I was like, okay, cool, man. It was fun. It was very And then the kids were hilarious too, a lot of them. Like this, yeah, this kid that got so mad at the beginning of the book. I was like, he's younger than six, and he oh, oh, book. and his mom was like, no, and they got one for the sister, but then he was like, I want a book, <laughs> fighting tooth and nail, like uh, he was, and I was like, hilarious. there's no way he would like the book, like no, he wouldn't read it, he wouldn't care. He's like, I just want just a book. Want a book. I want the book. <laughs> We're like, there's no pictures. He looked at it. There's no pictures in it. He didn't care. He wants the book. <laughs> um, 
great. And then like even as space uh, for people who are in New York to go to the Coexist, um, oh, yeah. the gaming lounge, because right. it's so cool. Like not knocking OS whatsoever, but I love anything black owned. That's mm-hmm. always like black woman owned. Mm, right? Black woman owned. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Very inclusive. Like everybody there was all diversities. And when I say diversity, I mean however you think of the word, diversity is everything was everybody was represented in there. So it was really cool, comfortable. They had like the every system ever. Like them, (laughs) they had like a Neo Geo and a Sega Saturn, like straight up, like with the old controllers. Like I think she got them straight from Japan or something. Like I don't know. It wasn't like, oh, hey, here's a thing where you can play the system or play the game. It was like, oh, here's the actual system, like straight from the 90s with the OG controllers and the cartridge. I'm like, what? What? (laughs) It was bomb. So definitely want to go back there and support it. And yeah, it's like, it'll be fun. I was like, yeah, that's what I've been doing all this weekend. Like, of course, all the wonderful, great things that I bought. I bought the things and I, I forgot. Oh yeah, she's a dope artist. Uh, we, she was our table mate. Super cool artist. Um, but yeah, I was like, I got, I got the things. I got the things. <laughs> I got the things. Nice, nice. <laughs> like, all kinds of things. All kinds of the things. Oh, you are. Oh, my God. The things. The Ooh. things. Yeah. Oh, this is hilarious. It's Ewoks. But basically, if Ewoks were in um, Lord of the Rings, they would have got it done faster. <laughs> Love that. I was like, boom, sold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly it. I was like, so yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Boom. I was like, we love blackness. <laughs> I am coming back with goodies for This was, I went to the bathroom and a, a quick walk around and I took my phone. That's how I knew I was going to buy things. So I took my phone um, and I bought things. And yeah, there's even like, that must be another one. But like, I have like a big, oh yeah, that's what the, yeah. there'll be a picture. Yeah, I mean, I can get it. No, you get it. Um, but yeah, it's like this Ooh. pride and joy right here. I love it. I love that so much. It was like, it's so, and they all have different tattoos. Right. Y'all have his tattoo, and he has all of them on his tattoo. Like, oh, love it. So I was like, it was a very good time, very fun. <laughs> I can't wait to go dream con with uh, dream con with y'all. <laughs> That's gonna be so fun. I'm so glad we don't have a panel this year. Um, <laughs> girl, yeah, I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, it's gonna be so fun. Um, I'm gonna be glad to just chill in the as a attendee. I was like, oh, I know, I know. What it's like on the other side. Meanwhile, I'm down to bend. It's it's a lot. Yo, what's up, me? I was like, it's it's a lot to do, but I I I like it. It actually motivates me to go to a con because on the guest side of things and just buying people stuff, I'm over that. Buy my stuff instead. Hey. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We we have ideas for other products. Nice. People ask about other stuff. I was, and I was sitting there making lists as I was sitting there like, yeah, we can make this, <laughs> and we can do this. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. <laughs> so bigger and better things. So, yeah. Nice, nice. It was a good. It was it was a good time. I, I had a very good time this weekend. Obviously, <laughs> my bank account also had a great time. 
we sold out, so I wasn't really on our case. Like, we sold out, so I was kind of like, I mean, yeah, but we don't, we made money. So I Shoot yourself. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. But big congrats again, Mike, for selling out all your books, even the display books. Um, I was saying big congrats again for selling out all of your books to include the display books. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. I got to bring them on next time. Too. Yeah. Like, it was it was cool. I mean, I think it's because I have a wide age range and wide diversity. I forgot one other group that I, I got to definitely give a shout out for representation is uh, because I have a lot of Latin characters and they're like Dominicans and Mexicans. There were a bunch of Dominican fans too who bought the book purely because they knew like, I was like, yo, yeah, this book starts in Santo Domingo, which is the capital of DR. And nice. Like, oh, you got that. And I was like, yeah, so we had a just, it's because I appealed to so many different people, I think is why the books did well. They're like, oh, like, yeah. I'm in there, you're in there. So is that person, so you know. Thank you though, Em. <laughs> <laughs> How All was right. your weekend? How are you doing? Your day, weekend? Uh, this this was a little self-care-y slash updating a lot of stuff on back end. So, yeah. Um, I, I didn't really do too much this weekend. I just, like, took care of me. Uh, I did post a YouTube video earlier today and a YouTube short last night. Um... But I was, I was going to say, in fairness, shorts take, like, less than an hour to do, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it, it didn't take that lot. I just have to schedule them in. That's the thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, got a short posted. And a YouTube video posted today. Going to do another short later this evening. Um, the algorithm seems to like when I post later at night. Um, and, yeah. Chill weekend overall. Uh, I'm gonna roll into church announcements real quick. So on my side, church announcements is that um, changing up the channel. It's not really that much of a change, but I'm just making it a little more streamlined and official, organized. Yeah. Um, so things to be on the lookout for this week. I'm gonna finally buckle down and do a channel trailer. Since we did the podcast, I know I gotta do it. I know. I just channel trailer. I know. <laughs> I was like, if I want to take this seriously, I got to do a channel trailer. So I was like, all right, that's just, I'll book it down, do a channel trailer. So channel trailer, uh, since we did the podcast, which is on a Sunday, uh, I was like, oh, that gives me plenty of time to actually work on it. I don't really have an excuse. Um, so channel trailer this week, as well as another YouTube video, obviously. Um, stream wise, uh, streaming Wednesday, Thursday of this week. Uh, might squeeze in Tuesday if I feel like it, but Wednesday, Thursday for sure. So the theme for my streams now, I'm going to play like newer or fresher games uh, like on, well, nope, I lied. Let me not lie. I'm going <laughs> to podcast on Monday like we usually do. Wednesday, Thursday is going to be like a Kingdom Hearts appreciation type of stream. So for the Kingdom Hearts fans, that's where oh, you wow. can catch the streams because like, I was like, yeah, I might as well start that. Um, so this week I actually did a poll and I was like, looks like, People say Birth by Sleep has the most replay value. So, which is, well, actually work for me because it's a longer game because you got to do three missions, three stories, not three missions, three stories, three whole stories. And then they converge into the boss fight, which is frustrating. Um, but it's a good story overall. So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts appreciation stream is going to be Wednesday, Thursday now. 
Um, I'm going to do a fresher, newer kind of variety type of RPG on Saturdays or Sundays when I stream. That said, I'm not streaming this Saturday or Sunday because I'll be outside. Um, we'll be ice outside. Um, we'll, we'll be outside. We'll let y'all know where and what happened afterward because, like, we know where we're going. We're just not quite sure what all gonna happen. Um, so if things come up, fingers crossed for us, baby. But overall, we're just gonna go outside and have fun. So, um, okay, I think that's it on the church announcement side. Yeah, yeah, and I'm good. Oh yeah, I dyed my hair too. Um, not that the podcast people listening on <laughs> apps can see. I dyed it burgundy though. Um, it's cute. It's cute. Thank you. <laughs> we love the burgundy hair. <laughs> um, thank yeah. you. Um, okay, but we're gonna go ahead and get into the docket for today. So. Uh, first up in our newsbeat segment, we are going to talk about France. Um, and the reason we're going to talk about France is because the bill actually passed to where they increase their retirement age. So uh, the, France's retirement age will increase from 62 to 64, despite broad and violent protests against the measure, which was pushed by the French president, Emmanuel Macron. Um, so Macron signed the controversial bill into law Saturday after France's high court approved the increase on Friday. The government plans to implement the bill by September of this year. Uh, the bill has been met with massive protests from the French people, including a multi-union general strike and violence that shut down city centers around the country for multiple weeks. So if you happen to be browsing and on the internet or like on Twitter um, or TikTok or any of those sites and you happen to see uh, the protests going on, that had been going on for like it says several weeks, but it felt like a couple months now. That that was why they were protesting the increase of retirement age and just general union uh workers' rights. Um, so polls have consistently shown that majority of the French people do not support the measure, which Macron says is necessary given the aging population of France. Opponents of the bill, including multiple unions, have already committed to a massive protest for for their Labor Day, which is uh, May first, and Macron's government pushed the bill through last month. Oh yeah. So because, you know, polls show like great disapproval and all that, um, and even like union groups uh, uh, getting together is like, the question was like, how did this bill pass? So the bill actually passed, was pushed through last month without a, major without a majority of votes in the French parliament. Um, and Macron used special constitutional powers to push the bill through. Mm, of course, abuse of powers. Good old capitalism. Um, so despite it, it seems on the grand scheme of things, it's only two years because it's 62 to 64. However, comma, I have known people getting close to that age. Um, you know, just like over on the US side, like being ready for retirement. So can you imagine like you're, you turn 62 this year or something. And by September of this year, you actually got to wait till you're 64 until you're eligible for retirement. Um, yeah, it's like two, adding, tacking on two years is kind of like a slap in the face to the older population. But um, I also think it's interesting because Macron, Macron's actually center left or center center. Um, he's not like super left. Uh, I think he was painted as being more left than he actually is because Marie Le Pen, who he ran against before in like 2017, was just so right so 
Um, it's one of those like, on the one hand, I'm not that surprised, but on the other hand, I'm also kind of surprised if like you want to stay in office. Unless they, this is his term limit and he's not running for re-election. But yeah, your thoughts. One, I'm kind of wondering what's the mortality rate in uh, for- Be- better than us. Um, right, I was like, I was like, I know that has to play into it as well because for them to raise it, it, and there's a lot of factors that go into it, but I know that specifically does as well. Uh, because if people are living longer, yeah, they're, they're not wanting to, <laughs> they're gonna be like, yeah, no, so we're not gonna be in a rush, yeah, to have you not work. So, what we're gonna do is increase that age. I mean, look at America, they. But that's that's not even for age. That's just for selfishness. Um, <laughs> make sure people don't make it to sixty-five. Right? Yeah. Our mortality rate is a lot lower. Like if it was yeah. like reasonable, it would actually be like fifty-five or something. Fifty, you know. Yes. They want you to work to work, not work to retire, but just work to work. Work to work. Um. And then, like, because we right before we came on and was talking, I was uh, telling Mike about that, and then he was saying like even protesting over there is like a big like sense like the thing is if people are really upset like for example when let's say like they up the rates of like a phone company or something or electric or internet company the people who work on the cables and everything they'll just cut the cables like they'll mm. literally go in. that's how they protest they're like the blue collar people will actually go there's a great like even video of firemen like pushing back police because of like I guess like lowering firemen's pay or something like that and the firemen like actually did like door breaking tactics and stuff to push back the police rioters so you get a lot of blue collar people in france who actually like legit riot they're like oh like we're we're actually gonna like mess your stuff up like if, if you have a problem with us so, yeah that's interesting i definitely wouldn't be looking after seeing the aftermath of this uh but yeah like you said it's kind of it's interesting that the fact that he was painted as more left than what he really is because that also like when uh goes through pushing through the different laws so it's like mm, you might not be as down yeah <laughs> as what you were saying like, like they're thinking like oh yeah he's gonna be for the people but it's really not for the people if you're doing this uh and definitely to look at to see if like I said if it's going to be just like this is it for him so that's kind of like like Obama in his last term is like that's his fucking term like I'm yeah I'm gonna do what I want I'm gonna pass it because I don't have to see y'all face again <laughs> I don't have to worry about running again so I can actually do what I want to do that's what the second term really is for I can do what I actually want to do I don't have to worry about like oh well next year next election time term it's like, mm, I can just do what I need and I want. Um, so yeah, it's like, oh. Because if not, that's, that would be something that would really be brought up uh, for a time frame to, for re-election if he has to run again. Uh, so it's like, yeah, something to think about. But when you think of France, I never think about them lightly. I just, I I think I lumped them in with all of Europe. Yeah. Like, oh, they want they want you guys to take vacations and they want you like to actually live and like have a workable wage and like they pay their doctors and they pay their teachers like they pay people who normal rates not like their their doctors aren't millionaires. And like, right. No, like you're just a doc- not saying that medical school is not hard. I'm not saying that at all. Just saying. 
your healthcare system should not be there just to basically support the uh, support the hospitals and the right. doctors versus the people that are going into it and the care that they need. So it's like, oh, they actually have like a nice equal balance for that. Um, so this is kind of like a well, damn, I thought this would be something that again that they would do in America, not over there. So that's shocking. So they actually do have some conservative issue things just like you know boris in england uh marine le pen i was remembering her from a, a way back almost won uh for conservatives for france so that's like a big factor actually what i want to say like the countries that connect the most to america right like so france and england in particular will have more relations with us than like uh, i don't remember her name off the top of my head the german prime minister woman who just always was like i don't understand trump I don't know, oh angela I miss her. Yeah, Angela, right? Like, was this? But then also, I know, like, having gone to Europe several times, you know, like, Croatia do, doesn't really care, like, America's things. Hungary doesn't. You know, countries like that don't care, and they're more like they're progressive. Scandinavia, of course, my my big love for Scandinavia always. Um, they they just don't care in that way, probably because they don't interact with America in the same way that England and France do. I feel like England and France are like buddy countries in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, they pretty much are. And so they take that influence happens when there's more conservative versus progressive movements in America, and England and France are quick to like roll with that. So it's definitely a factor. I mean, you know, like England's Brexit, right? Like that's a factor in it. And then France, like the fact that Marine Le Pen almost won is like a thing. There are plenty of conservative people in England and France, and I would say far more probably than other parts of Europe. Besides maybe Italy. Italy definitely has a fair share of conservatives too. They got racism still today. So. <laughs> yeah, which makes me sad because I like really want to go over there one day. But yeah, um, no, I think I think that is uh, I think that is a big factor because, like you said, I think France and England are like ideologically pretty similar to us, like the most similar to us. So, um, and like you said, Marine Le Pen almost won, but again, Macron wasn't a far left candidate he was like very center very centrist so but this is what is one of those things like i'm not surprised he did this i think the uh some of the french people who voted for him were surprised um that this happened but yeah um anything else on france though Come, I was about to make a joke with that. <laughs> Y'all come get the Statue of Liberty because I mean, it's just it, there. It doesn't work. It's, it's just there. It, it's false ah, advertising. It is false advertising is what it is. Y'all take that back. <laughs> At this point, you're correct. At this point, um, and yeah, thanks for the prize and the kissing. I guess. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, moving right along. Oh, that was smaller than I thought it'd be. There you go. Um, all right. So Firefest might make a comeback as Firefest too. Um, so if you guys don't remember, uh, Fire Festival, <laughs> um, it's like try not to laugh because like people actually were impacted. There's more so the islanders who were impacted, but also yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Like, you get the money. Like 
I feel like you're just asking to get scammed every time at this point with this guy. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, why? All right, so they will. So if you guys remember um, from a few years back, I think it was around 27, 2016. 2016 is when it happened. In 2018, they did the documentary on it. So, um, so yeah, Fire Festival 1 was when this guy, Billy McFarlane, he was like trying to organize this whole festival, like a weekend of fun in the sun in the Bahamas. Um, he uh, got Ja Rule to co sign and promote performances by Blink 182 and the Migos, uh, and also Kendall Jenner, uh, like influencers like Kendall Jenner at the time. Um, and then once the uh, guests arrived, mind you, um, fans showed out upwards of $1,595, basically $1,600, which I feel like some fans showed out even more to pay for like first class and all that. So, Fans showed out a lot of money, um, their mortgage plus some, basically, or rent plus some. Um, but once they arrived at Great Exuma, festival attendees walked into chaos. Deluxe housing was the uh, flimsy tents um, and the gourmet, gourmet, fa gourmet meals. Gourmet, gourmet favorite was uh, cheese sandwiches with a slice of tomato. Um, and so many of the musical acts failed to show due to the conditions of the area. And I think the weather was supposed to be bad that weekend too. And travelers were just straight on the island. Um, so Billy McFarlane actually got sent to prison um, for wire fraud in connection with his involvement in Fire Festival. And also with just, he just had a whole bunch of failed ventures, but the fire, yeah, he, he was just scamming for years and Fire Festival was like the tipping point and they were like, all right, we got to give you sentencing. Um, so he got released early. Um, he was serving a six year sentence, got released early um, and announced that earlier this week that Fire Festival 2 is finally happening and even tried to tag Elon. Well, he did. Uh, he did succeed in tagging Elon. I just don't know if Elon responded, but it, even tagged Elon in uh, one of his tweets promoting Fire Festival too. Uh, when I say this man um, just like did not learn his lesson at all, and the way the way he was like <laughs> the way he was like, all right, let's do this again after he got out. Like I don't delusional. Just like what. Sorry, you want to go back? You, you want to go back to prison that bad? Like, come on. I know, I know white collar prisons are like not as bad. And they're just real, just sometimes it's like a little cakewalk for you guys. But come on now. Come, come on. Sorry, sorry. Um, first of all, how are you going to get backers? Mm. Because your whole credibility is shot to hell. So it's like, who is going to buy? And you like tagging Elon Musk as crazy as Elon is. I feel <laughs> that he's not that crazy. I don't know. He to be well, it, it depends on how much debt he's in from buying Twitter. So <laughs> he would troll. He would back that just to troll. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Put his money behind Fire Festival just to troll people, um, and like, and somehow like incorporate Dogecoin into it. Because that was also a scam. Um, stupid Twitter thing he had for a while. To the moon, stocks going up. Yep. Oh, and it went right back down. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Like I got out right in time. I put it in, waiting for it to get up, and <laughs> I'll put it right back down. I was like, and I made a profit. Thank you, babe. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, Fire Festival 2.0. Who are you going to get? Because nobody was going to want to sign on to it unless it's rude to say like D-list, D-listers, but like D-listers probably. You're not going to get somebody like big to headline because again, you have no credibility. Um, who's going to be, who's doing the production of the show, like, who's going, all these behind the scenes things, who is actually doing it? Because nobody in the industry has been like, oh yeah, I'm about to do a fire festival. Nobody. The way that that turned into a phenomenon when both Netflix and Hulu had to release documentaries of it. That, oh my god, <laughs> and that's the double down, because you were like, wait, I thought it was on Netflix, and like, no, that Hulu has one too, and it was like, I gotta watch. Yeah, they, they were crazy. <laughs> if you, if nobody has ever seen them, please go and watch either one or both. That oh They're my gosh, because the stories that man, that one guy who's like the lawyer or whatever. No, oh, yeah, it went from bad to worse. I was like, I have never been that Where down. Like you, and then when you hear about all the things he's done in the past, like with the whole like uh, debit card thing that he's oh yeah, company, and like like the more you learn about him, the more it's like what? If this is like that, um, the Anna was her face. Uh, we're like, this is how they really be scamming y'all celebrities and like rich people. They really do, and it's that easy apparently because it should not be that easy. Because like people try to scam us at the thing, and <laughs> being in New York, I was like, no. And I just don't know how you could not see such a stuff. Like how? How Slay? How? How it's oh it's a child by <laughs> how you gonna do that? <laughs> like, oh it's I yeah. And then I hope Jaro, Jaro, please don't touch this. Don't don't just leave it alone. Just go sit in that corner that you're in. Don't touch that again. Um again, the memes are now gonna circulate roll back over because the yes. like, <laughs> Like niece at the tent picture sent her. No, that picture mm-hmm. of the food of the styrofoam box with just the sandwich in it with the <laughs> yeah. bread and the cheese that sends me to places <laughs> every time. I was like, when there was the mud everywhere, and, yes. they, like, and then they left them there, they just left <laughs> no electricity, no water, no, no nothing. nothing. Um, and so then, like, all the locals are there, and they're just like, whoa. whoa what are we supposed to do with these people? I'm like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, that was terrible. I didn't feel bad for the lady, but I'm glad she got oh. funding for it. The lady oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, and they sold people in that dream of all the models and like, oh, it's going to be fun. Oh, like, I forgot about took, all that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> promo videos when they just took them out on a boat to do a promo video as if it was like all set up and it was like, like oh, yeah, this is what it's going to be like. Uh-uh. Uh, that Mm. <laughs> fire festival is like that's that's a point in a ranking system now we'd be like how good is the festival is it like coachella uh and all that to like all the way down to be like is it fire, <laughs> is it fire festival like oh it's ooh, that was that man delusional i wanted to see what happens i don't even <laughs> want it to succeed i don't wish him nothing. Like, i just happened, i just want to see <laughs> i just want to see Oh, I want to see who actually splits their money and like and buys a ticket. 
people are dumb enough. People, people are stupid. Yes. They will, they will do it. And I'm not even going to be like, oh, I'm going to shoot it. No, people are dumb. And yeah, because it's been long enough to where younger people don't remember or didn't very even even people our age. Uh they probably just like, oh, it won't happen this time. They probably uh got better organization and all that. It's like because eh. it's not it's not like it happened last year. It's happened it was like the documentaries came out uh about five years ago. So yeah. During pandemic, that was the first time I actually watched the uh in 2019 yeah like right before the pandemic started and it was like we were at home for when we thought we was going to be at home for like a month yep <laughs> that's when i watched it out that of boredom yeah. yeah. it was like oh, that tiger can cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh carol baskin <laughs> what an epic tale that was that actually you know what that's a perfect time because the way that fire festival came back and carol baskin's husband mm. what <laughs> So, yes, he was alive. He's hiding in like Costa Rica or something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's alive. There you go. And that's where <laughs> Fire Festival is right there. The, the joining of the re-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is yeah. I just I please don't spend your money on this. If you're listening to it and you're even curious, don't do it. Unless the ticket is like 20 bucks, I'd be like, nah, I'm not yeah, even no, wasting no, 20 no. bucks. They, they would have to pay me to show up. It's one of those. Right? Oh, like, don't, just don't do it. Just don't. don't. Man, I don't even know if they could pay me. <laughs> oh, because, oh. Hey, Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to waste your money on it, I mean, feel free. I hope they make a part two documentary. Um, that but. Exactly. And, and we just rolling. <laughs> um, let's see. All right. Anything else on Firefest? Uh <laughs> Firefest, no, just y'all, just because the name says fire does not mean it will be. So take that as you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's gonna be I left my coffee out for the past three hours. <laughs> So for Twitch, a little interesting footnote with the Twitch kick stuff. Um, so apparently as kick gets more streamers and viewers, more money goes into Twitch's pockets. Uh, it's an illusion of competition uh, and Twitch is likely thrilled with kids growing success because kick um, web services base is through Amazon web services as well. So yeah, it's like they're not they're not like in direct competition. Um, it's actually like, like, uh, the tweet said more money is going into Twitch's pockets. Um, Twitch is actually probably kind of happy about this because all the, well, I won't say all, but people who are more likely to do degenerate stuff went on over to get plus some people who just wanted like, a a fairer split or a better split with the 95 to five sub. Um, 
pay out but like when you, the first perception of kick at least when it um was first popping off was like oh this is where all the bad people go um yeah but uh it might be more balanced now question mark i'm still not touching it with a 10-foot pole for my own reasons but it still might be more balanced and also kick apparently at a tos uh rule that um is supposed to clamp down on nudity and sexual su- sexually suggestive content so like and they left it very vague right so like nudity sex work stuff twerking weirdly they just they specifically mentioned twerking um so they did add that to their tos whether they enforce it like they enforce the um harassment and name harassment of the uh, different stream names because people can have racist names on their profile right now and not get anything done but whether it's like enforced remains to be seen but the nudity stuff is a part of their tos just fyi so yeah
they're making you think like, oh, it's better over here when realistically they're like, and we're actually controlling the purse strings over here too. So we're gonna like give you that that delusion that it's better because this is something different when in reality you're still under Twitch's umbrella. Yeah. You didn't know it. <laughs> yep. I mean stream where you want, but just know they're in cahoots. So the the whole kick versus twitch discourse um i i think they're kind of laughing at y'all on that <laughs> not tipped up not the church finger hey spoon um <laughs> but yeah uh stream what you want like i said it's like i yeah i could not even if i wanted to um i could not stream on there yeah what happened? So yeah. Um but yeah, so uh th that was just kind of a note of like they're they're colleagues. I, I don't know if they're like actively working together, but they they are at least colleagues uh in the same building. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, they're in the same building. Kick yeah. is on the executive floor, and Kick is like the starter uh, company. On it only has like one office space <laughs> on the lower level. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have the nice bathrooms yet. Still in building. Same building. Yeah. yeah. They all they all they just sign the lease. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, returning chatter and Raider highlights are now available to all streamers. Uh, actually, I think I already saw this on my page, but yeah, Restra returning chatter is uh, where they welcome back new chatters who chatted at least twice in their first 30 days to make them feel like regulars. And the Raider highlights easily spot chatters coming from a raid. Um, so just like Twitch updates that like, you know, make it more visible for, um, what you call it uh for your chat as you're reading it and all that um and then tiktok news this is interesting montana just passed the first state ban of tiktok a first of its kind bill that may pave way for copycat legislation in other states so sorry montana um right no more yeah. Under the guise of national security, I'm assuming, because it's not a... for do like for work stuff, not just no, not like China style, just outright banning it. No, I think it's outright banning it, but they're still doing it under the guise of national security because it's not American made. Like, 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 oh, Is that's... that similar to the Louisiana thing? So yes and no. Um, so uh, it's literally like how you know how in China they don't have um, is it Instagram? Mm, Facebook. It's one of them. I think it's both. They don't have they don't they don't have Facebook for sure. So yeah, like yeah. we will. Yeah, we will. They have, yeah, they have their version because they it's banned over there. Yeah, they're doing the same exact thing over here. And she said, under the guise of national security, because it's not an American company. 
TikTok is a Chinese company. It's um, an investment ploy. So, yeah. So, they're like, oh, national security. So, they're banning it in the entire state. Kind of like how they did the filters. Yeah. The, um, they banned the filters in certain states. You can't use filters on Snapchat and things like that. Fascinating. I mean, what is interesting to note, though, is when we look into, and as someone who's active on Twitter, um, definitely learned some interesting aspects around TikTok, and it definitely deals with some actual of the, you know, 1% doing trading deals as well and stuff with China and saying that, like, you know, if TikTok has more access, then we lose certain access to our funds. Or if they ban them, they're like, okay, well, then we pull out our money and make big sales uh, while the rest of y'all don't know we're doing this as well. So it's definitely some money moves going on as besides, you know, jingoism. Um, I love that word. Um, <laughs> good old American jingoism, um, there's definitely uh, bigwigs trying to make financial deals in terms of like both crypto and then otherwise in terms of TikTok infringing against that. So it's uh, interesting. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. The government doesn't come for, for a lot of stuff. I mean, I work in education, so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know I was, there's government not doing much. <laughs> Uh, 100% agree with Lizzie's comment. Can't even convict, right? Uh, like the US government can come together against TikTok, but not anything like these student loans. Right. But yeah, statewide ban in Montana. Um, I mean, like I've, I've had my, I've had my, what's the word I'm looking for? Not complaints, criticisms. I've had my criticisms about TikTok, but. I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily for a statewide countrywide ban. Although the videos I've seen, some of the videos I've seen that have like gained traction and gone viral on Twitter, sometimes I'm just like, hey, we can ban it. <laughs> we might have been better off without it because the stupid stuff y'all have done. Can they ban um, Blueface and Christian? Man. Because oh, <laughs> it's all social media. It's, 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 I can't I can stand it. it keeps I'm so glad. I figured out how to reduce it is I actually had to stop following one of the people I know. Maybe that's it. Like, yeah. Whoever is following, because it keeps popping up. I just need, I would be so for banning that. I do not want to see your train wreck. It's so sad to watch. I, I don't want to watch this. There's right. a relationship and then there's like radioactive waste it, level. Exactly. They are that level. Like, right? Fire festival, right? But yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm not necessarily for it unless, unless people just keep doing stupid stuff on there. Then I'm just like, it's not even just like the stupid food uh, challenges and stuff. Um, which um that that i mean that's dumb as well with the the gross food and the unique recipes and all that creative recipes not even that it's like people like us trying to cosplay our ancestors and like one up them i'm just like this is why this is why we're gonna be banned this is why tiktok is banned y'all did it i don't and the funny thing is just uh within like the past year, TikTok was being like really praised because uh, how the war going on in the Ukraine. Oh yeah. Now, like that was their resource to actually put out factual news. The the one that like when Russia was trying to block news and it's like, that was their way of getting it out to the world. Yep. So I'm like, it's just like, 
<laughs> Good old America. Like, they'll find a loophole, find a way because they can't profit off of it. So they're like, nah. Right. We right. Can't, that's, that's, so. that's, and that's the main reason. Yeah. Can't advertise the same way either. Yeah. Yep. Because the, because the way I say, I was like, in China, they have no issues with it because they know how their government works and they're like, and they know how their people work. Mm-hmm. The way that they, I was like, it still cracks me up that they have it set to where if you're under a certain age, you have time limits and what you can actually access on TikTok. So it's not just like open to everything. You can see everything all the time. No, I like the fact that they do that there, but here they're like, <laughs> them dumb Americans. Right. It's a free for all <laughs> over here. Yeah. So well, like, I don't know. You would expect, as someone who's quite familiar with parents, you would expect parents to regulate certain things for children. Right? Like, I, I told people, I was like, all right, like, if, if you're six years old, I don't think my book will appeal to you. Maybe, but I don't think so. But, like, right. But I'm not sure. And that was me just doing that, being like, well, yeah, I just want people to understand at the right levels, you know? Like, there's stuff in there, but I, I'm not crazy explicit, but still. And you hope parents are like that, but some parents are just, like, they get mad at the wrong things instead of getting mad at like themselves or letting children run rampant on things. It's like, no, can you fix this? Because I'm too lazy to actually parent. That's what it is. It's like, I, I don't know how to parent or I'm too lazy. Can you fix it? So they magically don't see it. Exactly. Even though they're savvier than you are on the phone. So I, I mean, you know, that is what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else on the Montana TikTok ban? Not on the Montana. Montana. <laughs> yeah, Montana. <laughs> All right. And then last up, we didn't really have anything for YouTube. But next up, we got uh, NPR plans to shut down its Twitter account, saying the recent dis- decision by Elon Musk on platform to label it as government funded media undermines its credibility. So. Because they labeled it as government-funded media, people are thinking that basically they're government-owned, therefore we're going to push out only non... What is it? Only, like, positive coverage of U.S. government, not really um, critiquing U.S. government or doing, um, like, uh, uh, holistic reporting. Like, yeah. So that's why NPR is pulling the plug on this account. Because they, they were basically like, oh, so you you want people to come at us um, and call Correct. us propaganda. Correct. So. Again, trying to control the media source. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, trying to control the media and being like, oh, they're actually not credible. And they're just like, first of all, because like between NPR and um, I think I'm blanking. CBS, NBC, Reuters, AP, uh, AP, AP. Um, that like that would literally just be like saying like, uh, social, social press, not AP. <laughs> um, but like that'd be like saying like AP is all of a sudden like we're gonna take this away. We're gonna say that they're this type of news source that right. as credible, and it's like actually they they're actually a very credible news source. Exactly. That's the whole point because they're an actual news source, not like a tabloid or like a TMZ. Even though TMZ, yes, is media, but it's not the same as a news source to where they do multiple fact checks. Because mm-hmm. uh, like the biggest thing in media, within like news media, is you don't lie. 
because yep. that takes away your credibility right there. Right. Uh, well, you're like, not supposed to, but you know. Yeah, you're not mm. to, I mean, but there are. <laughs> there, the way they get around that is they cater to their audience. Yes. Right. So they just change the view. They can tell the story, but they'll. <laughs> your, the story could be this way, but they're going to turn it that way. So right. Way. We're like, we're going to turn it this way. So you see here. Which is, you know, why for a lot of essays, I have a bias chart for the students to use that. They have to use certain ones in a certain parameter because mm-hmm. they can't go out of that. So AP News is one, you know, NPR. And there's another NPR, even more honed in one, which I don't know, I think NPR Public something or another. That's mm. most actual. And Reuters, and there's a list of like, what's the most bias? And like, it goes by bias left or right, and then up and down for credibility. Like, for example, there's a couple down below that are like very unbiased, but no facts. Mm. Um, there's some really fun ones at different extremes, like, you know, Young Turks is extreme for left but also what's great is the highest bias ones also have the least facts right like fox news is gets lower and lower every time we check this thing (laughs) it gets lower in terms of its factual and more biased every time and i'm like wow that is the big big thing and it's crazy how like um uh what is it uh even wall street journal and whatnot yeah it's also interesting you know how even the ones on the left move slowly more like there's biases more i will say interesting enough in the chart more news sources on the left have less factual errors than the there's like two above the line on the right side <laughs> like the that are actual fact checking and uh factual proof so it's 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 pretty interesting there so um but i try and keep them to make sure the bias because like ap news will have facts either way that are like it could be a negative thing about Biden, but it doesn't care. It's like, hey, here's actual facts that happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know. So which I prefer, you know, I want them to have that yeah. bias that they can have their own beliefs later. Yeah. Like like me, like like we, um when I when I go home to my parents, Fox News is not allowed on the TV. So that's, <laughs> that's <okay. laughs> yeah. So and see, and this is the exact reason why you can't sit there and try to label label them as something different so that way it's trying to take away their credibility so that way people won't listen and you have those news sources that come out and you're controlling the media and controlling that narrative how you want to skew it uh i mean this is uh florida this is like the extreme version of florida what they're trying to make journalists who work who like um do online work yeah they have to pay to tell you, like, this is who pays me. Like, yeah, I'm I work freelance. I write freelance for different publications. So you oh, can't, right, right, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like you can't. And so they're trying to make it like, oh, so it's like a way just to mess with media to like again take away credibility to make you um, people not think. This act, see, goes back to the whole panel discussion of ban books to make take credibility away to say be like. I can't use this as a source because, like, well, this is not true because they said this. And oh my like, gosh, that damn book discussion was fascinating. It's, it's like, relevant yeah. here besides the NPR twenty yeah. juvenile, though. Shout out to that. <laughs> um, but the banned books thing was really interesting and topical on this is because uh, there's so much changing of actual textbooks that occur. Mm-hmm. McGraw Hill, of course, is a really large textbook. This came up actually in the uh, panel, which is on YouTube, um, but. It was about how the textbooks are in Texas and you have, you know, Texas is a pretty conservative state 
So you actually have people writing the textbooks and they legit are like, hey, you need to change the textbook to like, you know, say Atlantic slavery, slave trade wasn't that bad. You know, they, they came yep. here voluntarily and stuff. And they're like, I refuse to change that in the textbook because it is not a fact. And then they lose the job. Yep. Right? Like that keeps happening. I've seen people trying to change history because like Jade was saying, like, oh, it's, it's not in this history book. Like, what do you mean? Like, you, you, you know, usually go to textbook and say, oh, look at this scientific fact. And it was like, no, it's not in there. We removed it. Correct. Even though yep. it's fact, we, we removed it. Somebody at college student can go write a paper and then they'll try to use it when they're doing their format and try to put like, oh, I heard this from NPR and like put it as a source. And it's like, no, it's not a credible source. Right. It's like, but it is. But it, it is, is though. It's, it's a way, again, rewrite history, rewrite facts, uh, skew it to whoever, to the point of view, do whatever you would like. Basically, that's all that is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, um, Elon sticking his foot in somewhere that he should not. Pretty much. So yeah. But yeah. All right. Um. So that is it on the Creator Hub. We didn't really have a deep dive this week because I'm tired of talking about Twitch versus Kick, and clearly they're in the same building. Um. But outside of that, um, <laughs> nothing really happened on, on the Creator Hub that was worth a deep dive. So moving on to the Just Don't Care segment. Um, all right, so we got DJ Academics who has signed an exclusive live streaming agreement with right wing video sharing platform Rumble, which I forgot existed. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I, I don't even know what it is, so it's right wing YouTube, <laughs> yeah, something I don't need to know. That no, yeah, who's saviors? Like Just say. yeah, this guy regularly clowns. Uh, black and brown woman for sure in terms of these Twitter accounts and like in the hip hop industry as well. Like obviously he's a big fan of Megan Thee Stallion physically, but he's going to clown her all the time. Right. You know how they be. And then also on the flip side though, he'll just clown like anyone LGBTQ as well. So he's, he's a mess though. And if you saw him, I was like, and just to like get the point, he doesn't have much going for him either. He, like, room to talk. He, he doesn't have room to talk. He, he really don't, but it's, it's a mess. He does have a huge following. That is that is real. Yeah. Because we know, you know, people like you know Kevin Samuel will following, you know, like mm-hmm. it happens. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I told you I was gonna I was gonna say so once I saw academics was on Fresh and Fit, I was like, all right, I know the direction you're well, he was already in that direction, but it's like, oh so you deep dove, you deep dove into that direction. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's okay. I never really paid attention to academics anyway, but yeah, after seeing he was like he was a regular on fresh and fit he just had a couple of guest spots on there i was just like oh cool i mean not cool but all right whatever yeah. floats your boat so rumble him signing to rumble like was not surprising i just forgot rumble was a thing that's really why i put it in because i was like oh that's a thing <laughs> um okay uh anything else on academic so before i move on um, academics are things that Mike teaches. Um, I don't know that man. I'm sorry to that man. I don't know him. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't need to know him. All right, don't need to know him. I, I'm good. He's a waste of time <laughs> and space, energy. And... He's, like a waste, he's a waste of reproduction. The only time that I, like, read something about him that I'd be crack- that I, like, get joyful or crack up is, like, when it's 
other celebrities going at celebrities going at him especially like when he dogs women out and then they'll be like yeah nah and then going <laughs> back, back, I'm like thank you thank you for standing especially for black women thank you for standing up for black women um because he's just he's out here just wild and just saying whatever he wants however he wants um and of course we live in society where like that's your you'll be praised on you'll have a following so but yeah 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 I, I support ACA. Oh, I can't spell all of a sudden. ACADE and my CS. There you go. <laughs> I support that academics. Next up, Mike Pence was met with a chorus of boos Friday upon taking the stage at an NRA convention in his home state of Indiana. Um, I mean, it's it's funny actually. Um, <laughs> that might be it. He's, he's not crazy enough, you know. Yeah, it's like they so. I, I, I mean, they tried to. They yeah. Wanted to, uh, so on January on on that faithful day that my doggies were born a year prior to their birth, because um, my puppies are instruction puppies. Um, <laughs> uh, there was an alleged event that happened, um, and then there were certain things and certain people that were going to be targeted and he was one of them. Yeah, they, they had a chorus for him and everything and it was mm, so yeah. they the Trumpsters aren't really No they, they still don't like him. They, <laughs> two two years later they ain't they didn't get over that. So yeah, trying to do how Republicans used to be, which is really annoying and not Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So he was in Indian Indianapolis, Indiana, and yeah, they booed him. And he responded, "Uh, I love you. I love y'all too." Um, so I was like, oh, "His numbers might tank in the primaries if we're doing a straw poll of his home state." Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was apparently they don't care. They no longer care about Pence. Um, so. That that happened. Oh, 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 uh, in the coming year, but also I'm just like, this is going to be sad to watch, isn't it? It's going to be a mess. It's a whole mess. Especially because somebody got locked up <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> um, so we're going to see how that, that, that trial goes. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. And then last up, we got weekly roundup. I uh, only had one thing. We can add another. Um, I only have one thing, but we can add um uh, more if we need to. But uh, what I thought was interesting this week, uh, so Monique is apparently suing Paramount and CBS, seeking what she says are unpaid royalties from her sitcom The Park Parkers. A uh, breach of contract lawsuit was filed in uh LA Superior Court and obtained by the Associated Press. Oh, yeah, obtained by Associated Press. Uh, alleges the defendants artificially depressed the show's profitability to retain millions that would otherwise be contractually due. Uh, the suit was filed by Hicks Media, which is her production company uh, with her husband and business partner, uh, Sydney Hicks. 
and it names as defended CBS Studios, Studios, Paramount Pictures, and the show's production company, Big Ticket Productions. Seeks monetary damages to be determined at trial. Um, one thing I've learned from Monique, she gonna get them coins, and she gonna oh, come, yeah. she gonna come after you if you say anything about her and her husband. So. Since she's gonna get that money. Yeah. And again, I, and this is actually fully believable just because of how, like, the whole thing with UPN and how, yeah. that, and how they took away all the money. It was, it was too urban. It's too urban. And they, and they revamped and um, rebranded to CW. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh. They get, they get rid of anything that's too, too ethnic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> even with like the replays and then for them to like said to suppress it within the algorithm to where it's not as visible so yeah doing that on purpose that way you know we're not gonna have to pay this out so we're gonna do it this way which is fully believable on how that happens so i'm like yeah that's probably with a lot of different situations like that especially if you look into the 90s where that was popular and people weren't getting those their pay and um essentially mm-hmm. reparations but definitely uh getting their points and everything for all their media usage. I mean, that's an issue now prominently, but I think back then it was like, hey, I'm getting work versus, um, hey, I'm getting robbed. It's like, right. well, least. Or now it's, you know, you can be a lot more active about saying, hey, like there's a lot wrong here because it's definitely a wave and a vibe and you have more support, especially with social media. Yep. Um, and also as a side note, so I was, Confused when I read it because I was like, I don't think the Parkers ever aired on CBS. CBS actually owned UPN. Yeah. Um, so that was why uh, CBS was yeah, named Paramount. in the suit. Yep. Yeah, and then now Paramount says they CBS. Yeah. Um yeah. so good on you, good on uh Monique, get your coins. Um that's for that's for people who need their uh, need to get their get back. Mm-hmm. Fully. Um, I guess my only we could round up would be juvenile getting a tiny desk. I can't yes. wait. <laughs> I can't wait. The he, way oh he didn't even know what it was at first. It was great. He's like, What? He's like, <laughs> I'm not down for this nonsense. And then they're like, yo, dude, it's actually legit. Like even Wu Tang and other rappers have been on it on that. And then like he's like, Okay, I'm down. Yes, Monique coming queer for sure. That was, that was oh yeah. She finally felt comfortable she to is? be in that space. Yeah, yeah. she uh, opened. I think he, I she came it. out during her special. Episode. Yeah, her Netflix special. Special. Yeah. Oh, I see. I missed all that. I just knew about her. Um, their marriage being open. I did not know. Well, yeah, it it was open, and then for ages, but you know, they yeah, they closed it back up. But she went fully comfortable with herself, which is nice. Yeah. I'm really glad she got to do that. Oh, that's news to me. See, I didn't even know. <laughs> we don't get a newsletter within the <laughs> Alphabet Mafia. There is not something, a publication that comes. There is no gay agenda. We don't get this information. No, there is no agenda. <laughs> we don't get this information sent out to everybody. It's like, look at that video. We like, I'm trying to What a great reference. Uh, what a great reference. Oh. That that girl is definitely in the top ten of convention goers for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it was so good because I there was nothing to say, right? Like we were just like 
Okay. So it's 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 about an hour till this closes. Yes, NPR that tiny desk. I can't wait. They petty for playing the um um as they were mentioned that when they said some they mentioned the Trino one and I was just like the people that came over. It, I mean it wasn't bad. Sure. It just, I think it was I think it was the shift for me that goes from like very sad. Yeah. To I'm the best. So I was like, <laughs> um <laughs> Woo woo! <laughs> you, you gotta pick your song selection. You know, you gotta... We gotta slid into something else first. Like, kind of like a middle ground. There's no transitory we, song there. Yeah, we can't go from dedicating this to somebody who passed to, to that. That's, that's elite. I mean, that's Whoa. real good, though. That's, that's good. That's, general, that's right? that, that is. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I yeah I will definitely be watching them. I oh, all the twerk all the twerk <laughs> yes all of it all of it. Um, come on. Ooh. It comes on in an in an hour and twenty five minutes. Not that I'm counting, okay, but I'm counting. Good. Oh yeah, we good. That, that's I why like, that's why up. I said it so early because I was like, let me get this set up. up in my uh earphone cord <laughs> there are no casualties he's fine <laughs> he's probably side-eyeing me now um but uh yeah so uh if for those in the chat if you're not in the discord we're gonna have a discord watch party fingers crossed i should be able to should be able to but Discord watch party, Love is Blind, the live special. Uh, thank you, Nee. Um, at seven o'clock Central, eight o'clock Eastern, uh, five five o'clock Pacific, six o'clock Mountain Time. There we go. In an hour and twenty three minutes. <laughs> How about this? And then if you need to subtract more time, do a few seconds. <laughs> 
Um, so watch party. Uh, it'll be our first one, and then we'll probably watch some uh Demon Slayer uh after that because I gotta catch up. So yeah, watch party on Sunday, and that'll give me enough time to edit this other short, and then I can. Demon Slayer. Comes out today. Today. Yeah. It should come out today, yeah. Because, uh, what you call it, the first episode for the season came out last Sunday or a couple Sundays before, yeah. So, um, Simon was very much like that. He was just, he just, he just tripped over the wire. Yeah. But, um, all right, y'all. So, I think that's it. We good? Yeah. We all good? Okay, I'm gonna grab food because I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> before I step this watch party. <laughs> Um, but thank y'all got y'all for coming out to another episode of the Embassy Talks podcast. We'll be back next Monday. Yes. Yes, we'll be back next Monday. Um and hopefully we'll have like news in like like news for our podcast. Uh that is. Um but we we're gonna be outside this coming weekend. So we'll definitely we'll definitely give y'all updates on like what happened outside, but hopefully we'll have news along with that as well. 